Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. The Vikings sacked Paris in the year 845. Somewhere in the process, they agreed to a large payment to stop. This might be the beginning of the term extortion, or sometimes called protection money, or on the street, insurance. 10th U.S. President John Tyler is born in 1790. Tyler had been elected vice president. Then President Harrison died just 31 days in office. There was a bit of a constitutional crisis. This had never happened, and it was not clear if Tyler would be the president or just assume his duties until the next election. He quickly took the oath of office, ending the debate and setting the precedence. Congress authorizes the first federal highway in 1806, known as the Great National Pike, or the Cumberland Road. It ran from Cumberland, Maryland, to Wheeling, West Virginia. The route's about 140 miles and can be driven today in about two and a half hours. Those cities were important. Cumberland sets on the Potomac River, which flows to the east coast. Wheeling sets on the Ohio River and was a gateway to the interior Old Northwest. In time, the route will be extended further west to near St. Louis. Spring ice jams create a dam above Niagara Falls in 1848, halting the flow over the falls for 30 hours. Denton Young was born in 1867 on a farm in rural east-central Ohio. Life was difficult, and he left school after the sixth grade to help on the family farm. It seemed the farm boy did like baseball and played for multiple teams as a teen. At the age of 21... His name appears in a box score for the semi-professional Carrollton, Ohio team. There he caught the eye of the minor league but professional Canton, Ohio team. The rest is history. Sometime after he moved up to the majors, he gained the nickname Cy, short for Cyclone. British car maker Sunbeam breaks the land speed record at Daytona Beach, Florida in 1920 with a speed of 203 miles per hour. The car, known as the Sunbeam 1000 HP, had two V12 engines and 1,360 cubic inch displacement each. One was mounted forward, the other to the rear, and it weighed close to 4,000 pounds. Today, Indy cars weigh 1,600 pounds, and NASCAR has a minimum weight of 3,400 pounds. With World War II in progress, American industry was shifting to war production, as were things on the home front. Rationing of meat, butter, and cheese began on this day. The need was brought on by a couple of factors. There was a need to supply troops, and in some cases the civilian population of our allies, especially Britain. The other was the human nature we still see in stores today. Let the population think for a moment there will be a shortage and the store shelves will be cleaned. We saw this during the early days of the COVID crisis. Each person would get a ration book with coupons for certain items. They could buy only so much each week. People being what they are, the system tried to be fair and equitable, but there were problems with hoarding and a black market. Actor Jimmy Stewart had enlisted in the Army in the early days of World War II and was rejected for being underweight. He reapplied with an eye on the Air Corps. He was in fact trained as a commercial pilot, but was too old for the normal route. So he applied to an officer appointment. That was granted. On this day in 1945, he was promoted to the rank of colonel. After the war, he will remain active in the reserves, rising to the rank of brigadier general before retiring at the mandatory age of 60. 
Vangelis was the stage name for Greek keyboard player and songwriter Evangelos Odysseus Papathanasio. He had a number of film soundtrack credits. Maybe most noted was the theme for the 1981 film Chariots of Fire. Jack Parr makes his final appearance on The Tonight Show in 1962. The event had been long planned, but the show was still a new idea at the time. A number of actors had been approached about the job, including Johnny Carson, who had a comic career on the rival ABC network. The second time NBC approached Carson, he agreed, but he still had six months on his ABC contract. Carson will take the helm the next fall. Parr was the gold standard for a comic at the time. He later commented that leaving The Tonight Show was the greatest mistake of his career. Fifty years ago today, the last U.S. combat soldier leaves South Vietnam. Thirty-nine years ago, the Baltimore Colts' ownership are at odds with the city of Baltimore, and the state for that matter. It's a small state. They are scurrying to find a new city to host the team before Maryland essentially seized the team by eminent domain. On March 28th, the state started proceedings, forcing the team to hastily decide on Indianapolis. The Mayflower Moving Company was based in Indianapolis, and their owner had been part of the committee working to secure the team. Mayflower leadership got the call on the afternoon of the 28th that the move had to happen that night. They quickly marshaled a fleet of 14 empty semis and 45 professional packers to quickly load the team's property, clean out the training facility and offices, northwest of the city. The packing and loading was completed at 4 a.m. on the 29th, just six hours after it had begun. The drivers were told not to attract attention by caravanning, drive 100 miles west, stop for a rest, and await further directions. Baltimore went to bed with a team and awoke without one. It's not mentioned, but I suspect part of the instructions to the drivers were to get out of Maryland by the quickest route possible. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closes above 10,000 for the first time in 1999. The record close was 34,799 on January 4, 2022. The past 15 months have been lackluster with a slight downward trend. Our current status is not related to the COVID crisis. The market has overcome that. I'm often critical of the police. Yesterday in Huntsville, one was killed and another is in critical condition after responding to a 911 call for help. They were ambushed when they arrived. Folks, the police should symbolize that our society protects the weak and stands for right and wrong. When some misguided person pulls this type of stunt, it only serves to instill a level of fear in the force and contribute to anarchy. It is also a sure way to get a higher caliber response in the future. The Food and Drug Administration has approved naloxone for over-the-counter sales. It is used to treat opiate overdoses. You may know it by its trade name, Narcan. I'm a bit mixed. Yes, it will put a band-aid on a problem and save lives. But how long will it be before we hear of folks taking larger doses, knowing they can be revived? The answer is to get people to stop taking the drugs in a careless way in the first place. That, again, is a human heart issue. Nashville is still processing the school shooting. The response remains along the same lines as yesterday. One national source is reporting that four mass shootings in the past five years have been by gender-confused people. That angle needs further discussion, as does the concept that our society has been indoctrinated by many forms of media that rogue violence is a way to make a point. I'm going to cross the line of absurd to make a point here. 
The news has the normal background noise on the abortion debate. Rare is the news cycle where that does not appear on the radar at some level. Can someone please explain why the left is so willing to go to the mat to protect genocide at all cost and at the same time make the loudest wails when we have a school shooting? We have the most extreme who have floated the idea that postpartum abortion should be a thing. So why the concern for small children? They're barely human. Yes, that is horrid and absurd. But the abortion industry is killing roughly the population of St. Louis each year and have for decades. Folks, most of our current social issues could be addressed from the pulpit if society would just give it an ear. But that is not reasonable. So we're trying to fix big problems with small bandages. That's history and comment for the 29th day of March. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.